So it feels like a good time to bring in the practice of metta. Um, so probably everyone who's here you know, know, is, is a huge motivation for coming here is recognizing the, the struggles of life and the difficulties of the human condition, whatever that may be for each of us. And if we just carry on, you know, with our conditioning and what we learned in our family and, and what our moods want to, want to tell us or move us in any particular direction, then we're a bit like a leaf in the wind. And uh, so the Buddha spoke about cultivating wisdom and he also spoke about cultivating the heart. And it takes uh, some, you know, it takes cultivating because there's a strong tendency to go back into uh, closing down and habits of uh, defense and um, uh, criticism and um, maybe to become locked into the, the things that are difficult in our lives or in our physical experience also. So the practice of metta, which also leads on to uh, compassion and uh, mudita, appreciating the good fortune of others and ultimately to uh, equipoise or equanimity. This, uh, this practice is, is one that opens us up and uh, softens the, the hard edges and brings a kind of gentle light into the dark corners of our being. <clears throat> And it also, as we, as we practice metta, we start to feel the interconnection and also with compassion, with, with each of them actually. We start to feel our interbeing, our interconnection with others, humans and, and all sentient beings. So the you know, clinging to a sense of self is, is the basic root of suffering, of dukkha, I should say. And so metta... That it kind of it softens and opens that that uh, contracted or defended or maybe isolated experience of of being a separate someone. And often, when we're with that separate someone experience, what we feel about ourselves is not that great. So the metta practice it transforms the inner experience and the and the inter experience. So we can start with uh, finding a comfortable enough posture. Feeling the weight of your body on the seat. Letting yourself fully be here in this spot. Feeling the space above and around you. And being aware of your breath, in-breath and out-breath. Just (laughs) noticing how when I say be aware, we think, oh, I've got to do it, I've got to breathe now. So we don't need to do it, just just being aware of the natural flow of the in-breath 
and the out-breath. Feeling how our chest opens with each in-breath and falls with each out-breath. Maybe you can feel similar in the belly. So the whole body is moving to receive each breath, to let go of each breath. Now I'd like to draw your attention to your heart area, your heart center. If it's helpful, you can just put a hand or a finger on that heart center. Just imagine that there's a little sun, a little light in there. Visualize this small glow at your heart center. If you find it difficult to get that started, you might want to bring to mind something that touches your heart, something sweet something, someone dear to you that just touches and opens your heart. With each breath, that light is nourished a little bit more. It radiates a little warmer, a little brighter. So we let that, the warmth of that light radiate until it gradually reaches throughout our whole body.
And it touches each part of us, each part of this body equally. The painful places, the numb places, the comfortable places. It's all touched by the same light, the same warmth. And we stay with that light, that warmth, letting it spread its gentle radiance throughout this body until we can feel our very cells vibrating with that quality. They're informed by that quality of metta. Now let that same light and energy radiate out to the people who are sitting close by. Doesn't matter if you know them, you don't know them, you like them, you don't like them. As you let that metta radiate out, you're also receiving the metta of those around you. Let it keep going as far as it wishes to go. 
So if you only feel like there's just a little kind of glow going on in there, that's okay too. You may be able to let that light radiate out into everybody here in the room and out further until it even covers the whole of this planet Earth. Just let it radiate without bounds, not putting limits. Our intellect is very good at putting limits on the heart. So we're dropping down from the thoughts into the heart space. Feeling our interconnection with all beings, even if it's just a, you're just getting a gist of it. It's recognizing that just as, just as each of us wants to be free from suffering, free from pain, free from sorrow and loss, so every being wants to be free from suffering free from pain, free from sorrow and loss. And each of us born into this world has to experience those things. It's part of the package. So knowing that uh, we must experience separation from our loved ones, aging, sickness, and eventually death. So must all beings. 
And let your heart open to this in compassion. This is the truth. So when we go through difficulties, we can know that we're not alone in them. That these are shared by millions of other beings. And now bring to mind the good fortune in your life. 
So all of us have the opportunity to be here in this place. We're healthy enough to be here. We have the wisdom to be here. And take in the, the, the joy of the, the blessings of your life. Even if you feel you've only got a little bit, take in the joy. There are many things we don't even think about because they're so ordinary. Like clean water, enough to eat, clothes, being able to get around from A to B. There may be many, many more you can add to that list. Taking in the the goodness, the joy, the blessings and letting them fill your heart. And just recognizing, just as I, each of us, enjoys good fortune, enjoys our successes, enjoys it when a plan comes together. So every being also enjoys success, enjoys good fortune enjoys it when things come together. So we can feel our sense of connection and mudita, appreciation for the good fortune of others, of ourselves and others. Good fortune comes in many ways. It's not just about having a nice house and a good job and nice clothes and a nice family. It comes in many ways.
And now moving to Upeka, the fourth of the four Brahma Vihara. Upeka is a, said to be the, one of the highest forms of love. It is, uh, it is not indifference. Upeka, equanimity or equipoise is a, an enlightenment factor, an awakening factor. And Upeka, it has the quality of taking a broad view, of, of seeing the big picture. So if we're sitting in a hall and there's a pain in our back and we're focused on the pain and wishing it would go away and wondering when a bell's going to ring, that's the small picture. And the big picture is having the intention to awaken the broader picture, the broader intention. Why, what brought you here in the first place? The willingness to learn from experience. And also just we can look in terms of time Looking at, you know, we get focused on this, what's going on now, and latched around it, our minds can get tight around it. So, looking at a broader picture, even as far as the evolution of this planet Earth. And life on this Earth, and human life on this Earth, really not very long at all. And then, our particular life on this earth, really like barely a finger snap. And before we know it, it'll be gone. Or we can look in terms of, uh, you know, sometimes I like to, starting from right here, this body, the feelings, the thoughts, the whatever's going on here, and then Letting my attention zoom out, not space out, but zoom out to uh, take in the whole of this planet Earth. And then I just look down at this tiny little spot, this little area that they call California. And then this <laughs> tiny little dot of spirit rock. And somewhere in that little dot is a minuscule little not even a dot that would be called Ananda Bodhi. And you can keep going out into the, into the cosmos, galaxy, galaxies. There's said to be something like between two and three billion galaxies as far as we know now. Who knows what else we discover? So within that perspective, how important is this story that's going on here? gives us space for this life to unfold.
I'd like to, to invite you to, to come back into this body, sitting here, if, you, if you're in the vast expanse. being aware that we can meet our experience with any of these qualities at any time we remember. We don't have to sit for an hour to do it. We can just have a moment where we meet our experience with kindness or with compassion. Where we, we take in the joy that maybe we haven't allowed ourselves to feel. And we know that everything that comes into being goes through a process and falls apart again. Everything that we've ever made will do that. Every coming together of the elements in nature will return to just elements again when it's their time. Truth is, they're just elements all the time. When the time is right, this body will leave, it will, the breath will leave the body. The air element will leave. The fire element will leave the body. The water element will dry up. The earth element will be just that, just earth. Crumbling back into where it came from. So when we really know the truth of this manifest world, that it's constantly in a state of flux and change, and that everything we hold on to, we're going to have to let go of everything. When we really know that, there's a deep peace a deep peace and a joy. So for this last 15 minutes of the meditation, we can just let the breath be our focus, gentle focus. And we can see with each breath this teaching of Impermanence is with us. And with each breath we can, if we choose to, we can breathe in with a quality of metta into our being and we can breathe out wishing well for all beings.
meditation now and uh, yoga and or I should say or yoga or the practice interviews so please check with your in the afternoon groups and if so see you soon thank you for listening to learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.